0: Why is it that every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know? don't well, you know, all to just say something nice? Showtime. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. Film, TV, and music news and discussions, plus reviews in addition to our Say Something Nice Challenge, in which we challenge each other to say something nice about the best and worst in pop culture. Be sure to check us out at SSMPodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Google Play, and TuneIn. Be sure to like and share the show on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where we are under the handle Podcast. And be sure to comment and rate us five stars on iTunes and Stitcher.
1: All right. Yeah, it's just, man, it's just so. This was a really good. This is a really, really good show. Like it, it's the second season and it's even better than the, 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 the the first one. I, I thought that they wouldn't be able to, you know, to, I thought that the momentum would slow down, but it's, I mean, they, even they, they added a, an an antagonist, a big antagonist in the next season and this season. And it's an, it's a strong black woman. Right. And, you know, not once have they, made her seem like they've they've and they're about to round out her character too because she's not just all you know quote unquote evil or, or whatnot she's she, you know she has she's a, a full on human being that they're about to really go into her backstory La- last episode brandon you you know those those um those triplets right the 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 white girls the triplets the 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 clones of emma frost don't know them emma
0: frost is on this program
1: no, Emma Frost is definitely not on this program. None of the main cast of X-Men is on this program. Okay. But do you remember that in the... Um, ever in the comic books or in the TV series, there are a, there's a group of girls. They're all clones of... They're young clones of Emma Frost. And they're called the Stepford Cuckoos. Uh, I've heard that name before. Yeah. So three of them are on the show. It's basically just one actress, obviously, playing three you know, three different roles. Oh wow. But it is it is so good like watching her and they've got, had interviews with her. Um you talking about how how are you able to play three different people because at first the girls all Come off the same, like they they all act the same in terms of their personalities and whatnot, to to make you feel like as if it's a hive mind that they're, right. they're they're about. But then as the series progresses in the second season, you start seeing that at least one of them is she she's different in terms of just the way that she thinks and whatnot from the others. And literally last episode, they just went into her backstory, Brandon, of the of, of the fact that there used to be five of them. And I was always wondering to myself, how did three of these girls end up, you know, being basically henchmen for like the inner certain, like the Hellfire Club for the, you know, on the mutant side. And I was like, well, couldn't you just, if you guys are all about controlling people with your minds, right? Mm -hmm. Couldn't you just control your oppressors and whatnot? And I realized she explains. And she's like, when we were kids and we were created, they would take three of us at a time to do experiments and to torture people. And they would keep two of us behind as leverage to force the other three to do their bidding, knowing that if something were to happen, if we we disobeyed, they would do something to the to the other two that was left behind and it would affect us because we're all psychically linked.
0: Right.
1: And I was like, ah. man, what the shit? That is some crazy like child, child labor. Bullshit psychological trauma, and I was like, man. And then the reason why there are only three on the show, Brandon. Oh my god, I mean, she explained why now. There's only three of them. i to ask, so how many were there? Like twelve. This okay. So originally they made five of them, and there are only three of them in the show right now, and it's because one of those times they they had the the they the, when they took three of them to do their um, when the um the scientists took three of them to do like fucked up shit with. The girls turned on the scientists like they, they had, the scientists had forced the three girls to basically um, um, raid some guy's mind, right And like really like they, they, they dug so deep into his mind that it fucked him up and it turned him into a vegetable and it affects the girls when they use their powers like that. They got so fed up that they just decided to turn on their on the scientists and they got all of the people in the, in the, in the sort of the lab to shoot each other right but in the girls' rage they forgot about the fact that hey if we do this they would mess with the other two girls right that that were left behind in the in wherever they they keep them in their little cell or whatever right mm-hmm. and what they did is they activated before the girls always have like a sh- like a collar on their neck that um um sort of suppresses their mutant x gene so basically before the scientists could put the collars back on the three girls, they caused the scientists to turn each other, kill each other. But the other two girls, they still had the collars on. So somebody, when the alarms went off, they triggered the collars, and it it basically killed the two little girls mm. with the collars on. Like like and like
0: Suicide Squad collars, like basically like
1: that. No, that's instant kill. That oh. no <laughs> no that is instant kill. That is a mercy. What they did to those two girls, Brandon, torture. that was like, yeah, that was like torture until you die. And so where you're watching this episode, Brandon, and you're seeing three girls, and they're basically wailing because they can feel their two sisters dying, Brandon. And it's killing them. And all of them know are emotionally scarred. And now that now there's only three of them. And it's Brandon, I was like, wow, that's. That's so so messed up. There's a character, there and I was I didn't want this to to spoil Amelia, but there's a character in that show too, Brandon. His name is Shatter, and he's the black guy I was telling you uh, I was saying on the show with, he, the, with the with the um the uh, em, like the jewel skin. Yeah, but then on his on the side of his face is like you know when you take a like a rock and you break you try to break a windshield. Uh there's that on the side of his face like that's sort of a radial crack pattern it's on the side of his face and it's it's um one of his eyes that's that side of his face one of his eyes is milk white so like clearly something happened to him on that side of his face right and he basically we've revealed because we've known him for for two seasons now but he's he revealed in that last episode why there's that crack on the side of his face, and he explains that when he was a kid, a regular black kid, he woke up one morning and his whole body was like this deep, deep, dark blue, and it, everything was like it was like crystal, and everything he touched was turning into crystals, and it was just breaking around him, and he just couldn't take it; he just couldn't handle it. Day in like the days following you know he he just couldn't handle it and after a while it was too much and he 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 was fed up of looking in the mirror and seeing a monster he tried to kill himself brandon oh dear he took a gun and he tried to shoot himself in the head and it didn't work and that's why side of his head has that shatter that looks like as if someone tried to shoot him with a bullet or like a rock fell on a on a windshield mm-hmm. And Brandon, I, oh my God, that messed me up because he he was explaining that he said that to to make a character on the show understand that you can't escape who you are as a minority. That's just who you are. you have to learn how to use you have to learn how to live with it. you have to learn how to to take what 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 God's given you and sort of use it for 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 good basically to, to, you have to take advantage of 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 what you think is a um like a, a a curse and turn it into a gift to help people and i just thought that was really powerful
2: Well
0: no bitch i got to put this in the goddamn show fuck you <laughs> what? I got to put this in the show now What what you just said all this about I mean, but I, it's a spoiler It is i'll put i'll put it at the end and put spoiler tag on it I feel like okay, people need fine. to hear that.
1: Yeah, but it was. So, I'm, it made me sad just listening to it. Yeah, this sh- I w- I was like, dude, when have we seen this on an X Men movie? <laughs> like, they've never gone into stuff like that. It's always it's always superficial bullshit, right? Because, like, I, you, you know why that is?
0: Because before Marvel started making their own movies, people didn't take comic movies seriously. They thought it's these are for children. These are light, goofy characters. The some comics are like that. X-Men isn't one of them.
1: Yeah. It's just... <sighs> all the, the X-Men movies, the issues that the people were having, with the exception of, like, Magneto, they felt, like, so superficial, right? It was just, oh, the kids made fun of me. I couldn't go to school because I loved. Oh, how sad. But they never dealt with, like, the psychological trauma that a lot of these people you know, have to deal with, no, I'm not saying all mutants had some kind of mess of life, but I'm just saying like the ones that they choose to focus on, you know, that, that actually push the story along is, is really something else. And the fact that they also have like regular um human beings on the show that are also allies, yeah. you see it from their perspective. And then it's sort of like, it's sort of like you checking your human privilege the same way a white person would check their white privilege when they're trying to interact, or when they are just interacting with a minority person, because here you are uh, in in the show. There are some characters, and they they take some things for granted because hey, we're humans. But somebody like Shatter, you know, if he goes to a regular hospital, they don't want to administer him you know they don't, sorry they don't want to admit him you know they have to there's there's also things in this in this um tv universe there are mutant clinics brandon like places that a mutant can go to get um, medical help right and it's, and it's and don't even think it's like anything extravagant it's like stuff like can i get a flu shot <laughs> uh. i have a stab wound can i get a band-aid? bandaid Bullshit like that. They can't even go to a regular hospital, Brandon. Can you imagine that? It's crazy. But again, it made me think of like all black people. Like you can't like back in the day, you know, you can't just go to a regular hospital. You can't just go to a regular school. You can't even use the goddamn bathroom.
0: You could not even get blood for a transfusion if you were like bleeding
1: out. None of that shit, Brandon. None of that. And they had to hide out and, and stuff like that. There they introduced, they reintroduced into the TV show the Morlocks, because that was always a thing in the X-Men universe. The the people, the mutants who had such mutations that couldn't they couldn't live in normal society, like they couldn't blend in like the regular, like other mutants, like um like Cyclops and whatnot. Well, Cyclops has sunglasses on, but right. you know, like, like Gene Gene, Gene can kind of, Yeah, Jean can chill in real life, but people, there's some people some mutants, they can't do that. So they live on ground in the sewers and shit. And, and they even brought up how just terrible the conditions are out here. And the leader, Brandon, the leader of those people down there in the sewers, he doesn't even want shit like money and whatnot. He literally had to, one of the main characters, he's literally bribing her to, because she needs his help. He's literally literally bribing her by saying, we'll help you. Um, hide some of your mutant friends down here. But in exchange, you need to be my eyes and ears on the streets above ground. And she at first is like, what? You just want me to be your, you just want me to be your, your like your tattletale, your whatever, whatever. And he was like, no, because guess what? The people down here, we need food. We need medical stuff, supplies. We can't do that easily. We need somebody to tell us where to go. We need somebody who can help us get into like storehouses and whatnot. That's it. And Brandon, (laughs) when he said that, because he's black, Brandon, he said that, he said it in the most blackest way possible. And I was like, (laughs) he said it like as if, bitch, I'm just trying to get regular shit. (laughs) I'm not trying to steal. I'm not trying to cause trouble. I just want, he literally said, we just want toilet paper. That's this, real. He was like, "Yeah." She was. He, she helped him break into this, like this, like imagine, like a Kroger warehouse mm-hmm. where they have shit. And she was just like, "Oh, so you're just gonna, you're just gonna take shit? You're gonna just steal from people? We don't do that up here. You know, we live by rules." And he was like, "I don't give a shit about your rules. We just want toilet paper." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that's it. But- Fuck out of here with your morals and shit. Okay, anyway, John, how do you trying to trying to steal and become rich underground? We just want basic shit. Oh my god! Like I couldn't, you couldn't get that from the movies. We we just you couldn't get that from the movies. This show is 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 such a breath of of of, of fresh air from all that all that. Spectac- spectacle fighting and costumes. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping that it gets another season. I'm really hoping because I, I really like the characters um, so far. It's, it's really good. Um, I'm hoping that there are more minorities um, who get jobs from stuff like that. Because like I said, the, the main characters on the show, um, some of the main characters, most of the main characters on the show are people of color. Right, Latino, Asian, um, um, Native American um, folks, Black um, um, people, and I, I just, I would really like for that show to 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 get more of them because it really gives people exposure and whatnot. So, right. and I never hear about Native Americans on shows. Like, I never, I never, do we not? Uh, I mean, you don't really hear about them.
0: You know what I mean? I mean. You- like, the white man did a good job of killing most of them off. So there's only very few you know, of them who made their way yeah, to Hollywood and get jobs as actors. That's
1: true. That's true. But I, I'm hoping that, you know. Yeah. Because I was I was that's why I was shocked that I saw the the that Polynesian movie that I brought up, Mercenary. Like I was just sleeping the NFL, and I was like, I just want to watch a good movie. And then I and then I saw rugby and I thought it was gonna be a rugby documentary. And then it was like, no, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me take it out. And Brandon, bruh, mm-hmm. that movie was hard. <laughs> like, first for 15 minutes is hard to watch because this guy's father is such an asshole, right? He doesn't want, the father is miserable on the island. And, you know, he has, he's stuck in his ways and he wants, the, he doesn't want, even though the son is a good rugby player, he doesn't want the son to to take the contract and go overseas because he wants the son to stay here and and take over the farm and just be miserable and and effed up as he is. And I'm just like, maybe he wants to make something of his life. Have you ever thought of that? How about being a supportive father? How about that? But he's just he's just so angry, like. The guy, the recruiter, came to the house, right on the farm, and was like, "I'm offering your son all of this, all this money. This is a contract, and all I want is ten percent of his earnings." And he's like, "Well, what do you? Well, how how is that going to benefit us?" And he's like, "Your son is making so much money; he can literally send money home to help you." And then the father literally gets a shotgun and is like, "Tell your friend to leave!" And I'm just like, "The fuck!" He's giving you—he's giving you opportunities. You should be proud of your son that he's that he's so good at, at at his at his sport that he's getting recruiters and shit. You should be happy for him. He was like, "Tell your tell your tell your friends to leave." So the guy leaves, and Brown. You know what happens next? Hmm. The father's like, "You know, you think you think you're a big shot, whatever. You're not going anywhere." the son literally works up the confidence because the son in the, the the guy who's playing the, the actor who's playing the son in the movie, he plays a really good job of showing how, um, the psychological weight of, um, the ingrained sort of mentality of being under a father like that. It, even though you might be, because he's clearly bigger than the father, Mm -hmm. right? But because of the way he's grown up and the culture you can't go against your father like that. You can't do anything. You can't, you have to listen to what he says. And he plays a good job of showing that, you know, um, he's, he has very few options. He somehow works up the courage and says, no, I want to go. I want to sign the contract. Brandon, the father looks at him. (laughs) Brandon. (laughs) And they immediately cut to a scene of the son basically... The son is basically leaning up against a wall with his hands like, like a police officer. Like, you know, like, put your hands up against the wall. And the father is beating him senseless with a power extension cord. <laughs> like, he's just like, if you uh, thought... Uh, 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 yeah.
0: And it showed on camera?
1: Yes, Brandon. I was like, this is some... This is some um, what was that stupid that that um Jesus movie with what, what um Passion of the Christ? Uh-huh. This is some Passion of the Christ shit. Like the father was so enraged, Brandon, that he basically just he got the extension cord and he just beat the shit. And you know when people say like then there's discipline and then there's like anger? That's not discipline. I'm sorry, that's not discipline at all. Because the father. The only thing that made the father stop beating him, Brandon, is because the father got exhausted. He was so out of breath from beating the child. Like he, and I say child, but I'm really talking about a 20 year old man.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, a big one, a big rugby playing man.
1: Yeah, he got so exhausted because he was like, "You, you think you have the right to leave, huh? Who do you think you are? I feed you. I put clothes on your back. Blah blah." And I was like, "Holy!" Did, this is no different from like toxic black fathers out here, right? This is no different from minority parents in other countries, just thinking that they have somehow have some, some kind of God-given right to own that child, right? And again, I say child, but I really mean 20-year-old man. Uh. He's over 18. He can make his own decisions. But he's still out of respect is coming to you and saying, give me your blessing so that I can make something of my life. And you turn around and beat him to, to beat the shit out of him. He basically crawls back to, to his room. Mind you, Brandon, this is a hut. This is essentially a hut. This is, this is, this is a poor family on a Polynesian island, right? And his little brother has to like, like basically tend to his wounds. He can barely he can he has this, he can barely do anything now. I'm just like wow, this is crazy. And I hate that it's a I hate that it's a um, it's a prodigal son movie because the fact that he has to come crawling back to that father, I almost threw the phone. I was like fuck this movie. That you have to come crawling back to the father. After all, because you go over to France and it's hard. It's not as easy as you think it was going to be. Get escaping your father. There's a lot of shit you have to deal with because now you're an adult, now you're on your own, right? You have to figure out how to deal with people, money, living situation, right? Racism, obviously, because you're a brown person in a predominantly white country, right? Right? He had to do them calling him cannibal because they're like, oh, he must he's from an island. He must be a cannibal. Ha 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 ha. <sighs> this movie got me, had me all kinds of emotional Brandon. It was it was very tough to watch, but I had to watch it all the way through because I know stories like that are important. Because we need to highlight stuff like that happening to POC all over the world. It's not just about black people sometimes. This shit happens to a lot of other people, and um, yeah. In fact, I've never even heard of the island that he's from. Which it's, one is it? it the island that he's from is is called. Um, so there's a there's a group of islands called the Wallace and something Island. I forgot what the other one is. Um, but he's so he's from he's from the island of Wallace. And that's a French department. Um, it's it's near it's near you know like all those other Polynesian like like um, Tonga and American Samoa and that sort of thing, right? So he's Wallisian um, is the proper term I, I just learned. Hmm. And um, yeah, so he's, so that's why he, that's why the contract was to go to France because he speaks fluent French, right? As 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 well as you know, he speaks Wallisian and French. So it was easy for him to just assimilate into like the language barrier and whatnot. But man, Brandon, that that boy came off the plane with the clothes on his back. That's it. Where is where's his luggage, Brandon? No luggage. He just showed up there in the airport, Charles de Gaulle airport in France. The fuck? You know why? Because he came back to the house after, you know, after... Tell me his father burned all his clothing. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, Jesus. He showed up to the house and so basically, basically the father, after the father, after a while, like that the the following morning, I don't know if the father felt bad or something for the beating, but he told his son, we're going to have a celebration. Right? Like a send-off. And that's when the the, you know, the son feels okay. Maybe that means he's, you know, giving me the okay. So they have a big celebration, Brandon, they kill a pig, you know, and, you know, all that good stuff. Right. And after the, after the, the, um, the celebration, the father gets super drunk. Everyone's gone home, or whatever. The father gets super drunk and the, the son is cleaning up, you know, everything and the, the younger son does not want the older son to go away because he's afraid that all the abuse is going to come back to him. And mm-hmm. so he's like, you need to take me with you. And, th- you know, the, 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 the father and like overhears and he basically is bringing like a bunch of stuff in a bag. Towards the, the the older son, and I'm going to say, what the shit is that? Like, is he just going to give him all his shit and tell him to leave? But then the father drops the bag on the ground, right? And you know, he basically tells the, the 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 son like, okay, you're done, you can go now. And the son is like, okay, well, let me get my stuff, and then I'm leaving. He's like, your stuff, all that's my stuff. That's, this is my, this is my house and everything under my roof is stuff that I paid for. You didn't pay for shit. <laughs> you didn't, did all the, the clothes on your back is mine. I paid for all that. So you don't want to be here anymore. You don't want to be my son. Well, I absolve you of all that stuff, all that rights. You may now leave. Get out. I don't want to see you anymore. And the father says that with a shotgun in his hand. And then we realize that the stuff that he dropped on the floor, those are all, the son's clothes. The father, in a drunken stupor, takes a, a liquor bottle and douses the entire thing in, in liquor. And then he tips over a, a burning barrel onto it and the clothes burn. Say that
0: last paragraph, I mean, last sentence, one more time. He tipped over a barrel that had alcohol in it?
1: No, he tips over a barrel. Like, you know how... Like um, like the homeless would stand there on a, a barrel with fire inside of it to yeah. keep warm. That's one of... That's part of the... That's what's in the yard. So he tips over that barrel onto the clothes that was doused in liquor. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So he burns all the child's... The, the son's clothes... And that's why immediate cut to the son in the airport in France with the same clothes you saw him with on the island. And it's just like, what the shit? You like, what? (laughs) I'm just... It just blew my mind. It really just blew my mind. So, yeah, I was it's a it's a hard movie to watch at times because it's you just see that son this 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 kid going through trouble after trouble after trouble as you know he just doesn't catch a break because he's just he's not worldly enough to understand and to navigate some of these really big hurdles that an adult person would have been able to handle because he doesn't have the foundation Um, to do so. The father was such an asshat, right? And the whole purpose of it it felt like as if he was keeping the son down. And the one passion that the son has is rugby. But but you can't survive on rugby alone. Like you need to be a fully well-rounded person in this world. Mm. Yeah, so it's... It's not the easiest um it's not the easiest movie to watch is what I'm saying um, yeah Ugh, honestly I don't even know like <laughs> after I watched I, it, I, was I, like, I feel like you
0: were led to that um movie I mean
1: I guess, but I was happy that it was a brown movie it's about brown people I mean. Yeah, it was kind of miserable for a lot of it. But, you know, um, remember I told you, I'm, I'm always interested to know what's happening on other parts of the world. Like, I'm always, whenever I hear it, it's like, ooh, it's a blah, blah, Like, I think I told you before, I remember I watched a movie and it was set in, in Sweden. And you may think to yourself, well, why are you watching a movie from Sweden? Well, guess what? It's a Swedish white woman and... She has a son, and her son is black. And what, the reason why he's what black movie is because, is this? yeah, she had a son of a black African man. I forgot what the name is called, but I'm pretty sure if I Google Sweden black, <laughs> like I probably will find it eventually. But she has a black, she has a black son, and it's them living together after the black father has passed away. And it's basically the, the son sort of learning how to, like it's a coming of age for the son as he has to do the fact that guess what? I'm black. My mom's white. This is a very, you know, this is the most non-black place on the planet, Brandon. (laughs) Right. And he also has to do with the fact that um, in those kinds of countries, you may not have the Ku Klux Klan, but what you do have are white supremacists in these countries Mm. who are way bolder than the Ku Klux Klan. Because there is nothing in those countries to stop things like like outright racism. Because guess what? Everybody's white. (laughs) So there's no reason to build stuff like that around there. There's nothing. Right, whereas in America, at least there's a there's you know there's black people here where they can be like, hey, we need to have organizations like the NAACP. But over there, there's no reason to do that. There's not even black people. Is it on Netflix? I don't think it was on Netflix. It was a movie that I I saw that movie because uh, I saw a movie because it might have been suggested by one of the podcasts I was listening to, and I had to go. I have to like deep dive to get to find it. Like I have to and like- you don't remember the name of it? No, I don't remember the name, but I will find that name though. I will find it and I'll send it to you. Okay, because I've been Googling those... for the
0: last three minutes.
1: Oh, I'll find it. Oh, don't worry about that. I'll find it. I'll figure it way. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's, it's, it's really something else because I mean, I've never seen, that. I remember that was the first time I ever seen white supremacists in another country before so i i don't know how that operates it's an it's an american invention yeah so i didn't know how that operates so i went in blind not knowing or understanding how how that would work right so when i saw them attacking or at least trying to attack the kid or like like um you know coming after the Coming after the mother, or whatever, whatever, for harboring you know this, you know this African monkey, and I was like, oh Jesus, whoo. whoo child, <laughs> it was like, dang. I mean, this isn't the ghetto, but damn sure it was the Brendan said the cul-de-sac.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So.
0: Okay. All right. Now I can stop recording. My land. What the shit? What? The, what? Hang on a second. Are you saying that I was being recorded? Maybe. Hey, you know, you're always recording me doing this, and I'm glad I kept that. That's, that's that's good stuff. Why you like this, Brandon? Because you have hidden talents, sir, and you need to embrace them. That sounds naughty. No, it's not.
2: One thing, the one thing I will say that that movie did is it made me... Okay, so Nick Robinson, the guy who plays Simon... He's the male love interest in everything, everything. One of my favorite movies ever made starring Amanda Lichtenberg and Nick Robinson. There go
0: my eater.
2: (laughs) This movie, Nick Robinson, you know, Brandon, you know the whole plot line. Yeah. So I was like, it, it made me do a Google search on Nick. I was like, wait, like, you know, identities and stuff. I was, I right. was curious because uh, that's, that's very different. <laughs> Without spoiling the movie, this is the be- closest I can get to like talking, but you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's a great movie. It's the only, it's the only gay male movie i can watch that doesn't make me want to throw something at the screen it's only gay movie in general because all the gay woman movies are like she had the perfect man they had the perfect life and then she met her and then all the gay male movies are like he's your average plucky high schooler he even has the hot girlfriend from next door and then he met him and i'm (laughs) like struck by the (laughs) gay. I'm like, can we stop talk can we stop creating stories where this perfectly decent, nice, mannerable like boy has like the perfect life and then he meets like some other boy and then all of a sudden he just like burns his whole world down because he really wants this dude's penis? Like, no, that's not what happens.
1: Right. But that's not exciting. For
2: everyone complaining about why Shazam is so bright and happy. Let's remember that when Man of Steel's stills first came out, everyone was like, why is it so dark and gray? And like, you know, it's Superman. He's supposed to be optimistic. Shazam is literally if a child has the power of Superman (laughs) plus magic, let it be. Like, It's giving a kid unbelievable powers and watching what happens. Right. None of this is supposed, is going to be dark and gritty. I remember a Shazam movie that was dark and gritty and it was animated. It was the Shazam it's trash. Superman movie. It's
0: trash. You talked about that last time you were on. It's trash. I hate it. Yeah.
2: Because <laughs> I, I liked it at first and then I looked at it again after our conversation and I was like, nah, this movie is basically glorifying Superman, even though this isn't his movie. Right? <laughs> like, like if you've never read the comics
0: or anything, I I, I think it's, it's probably why like with the whole Titans thing because I don't I've never really read much of like the old Titans. I've read the, some of the like the stuff from around like the the oh five oh six era, but like you know, I
2: read some old stuff. so yeah, like for me, the um, it's different.
0: so like if you've never read a Shazam comic, the that 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 animated movie might be you know entertaining enough or whatever, but, like, I'm watching it in horror.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't read a Shazam comic to the point that I have an opinion, but I did realize very quickly I was like, yo this movie is supposed to be about Shazam, but it's really about how Superman's still better. And I'm like, really, DC? You already bought the property from another comic book company and constantly sized them up in the comics. You really had to just make a movie about how Superman's better than him? Yeah,
0: That's that's my main issue with it. It's about how Superman is better, how they're the same. Like Y'all paid all that money and had all them lawsuits and you still want the characters to be compared to each other? Please stop that. He
2: seriously (laughs) says the word. Black Adam said, how did you stop the tsunami, or how did you stop cold uh, breath?
0: He, what other power, what you, don't power you don't have? Don't
2: have. literally the <laughs> like, I, I was like, really, we really doing this? Because they could have very easily pointed out and exploited Superman's weakness to magic, yeah. done all types of magic to him, knocked him out of commission, and then Shazam could have been like, oh my god, Superman can't take you down. What could I do? And then they could have empowered Billy with like, no, this, you're Shazam, like. Do the thing, right? Be the hero. But instead, they made it about how Z- Shazam is trying, but apparently, the only time he can really stand up and fight is when he's ready to murder. And of course, the only thing keeping him from committing murder is Superman. And and, and then like even it, it, uh, yeah
0: yeah, uh, yeah let's
2: let's leave that movie yeah, alone.
0: We, yeah, any yeah. animated film with the Shazam characters where they have actual eyes and not dots is dead on arrival for me anyway. So. I- <laughs>
1: The Mr. Mind character, I swear. I would yeah, I would think yeah. that movie. He better be in that movie. He might be. be the post-credit scene. Yes. <laughs> yes. Savannah's Sub-
0: Sub- <laughs> defeated. That's how it is in the comic. After he's defeated and everything, he's like trying to find like a way to like get back at um, Billy and them. And he finds a little bobble. And inside the bobble was a worm talking to him. And it's like, I have a plan. And that's how the comic book ends. That's how the movie should end too. Bum, bum, bum. If they actually had that worm in there, Ali, oh, I'm gonna stand
1: up. Yeah. No, no, you will not stand up. I am sitting right next to you. You better not do that. Don't. don't you do might it. stand up. I I will be very happy, but I will I will contain my emotions. <laughs> and then when I get outside, I will you know I will be you know yeah but don't be doing that right in the theater because guess what you are six foot three or six foot two or whatever six foot two and a half you will you will block other people from seeing the screen sir don't oh, do Lord. that
0: alright but well, yeah thanks to everybody for joining us thank you Carolyn for joining us
2: thank you all talk right. to you
1: all soon
0: alright bye bye you Carolyn
1: alright